0: Welcome to the podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can also find Happy and Single on Instagram at Happy the Letter N Single. So, today is episode 24, and it's entitled, "It's OK to Be Human. You're single. You're not superhuman. I think sometimes as single people, like we feel it's okay, it's not okay to just be upset, to be frustrated. And I feel sometimes when when I talk to people, especially about what we call the three principles, you know, this understanding of just you know there there is there's an inner wisdom and the spirit that guides our lives. Nowhere in that did it ever say that we can't get frustrated and upset. I mean, even in the Bible itself. We know that Jesus Christ was a perfect man. And at the same time, he went in the temple and he tore that place up. Now, I mean, we could probably think of that as not only him getting angry, but damaging property. And he's still perfect. So I don't know how all that works. But what I do know is he had to give us that example that it is okay to be human.
1: You know, and yesterday I happened to have one of those days which is where this podcast is really coming from.
0: It's, it's amazing how many times lately I've been told, especially with the title of this podcast, oh, so you never want to get married? You just want to be happy being single forever? And I'm like, oh, come on. It's like, McFly, are you in there? You know, from the old Back to the Future movies? Of course not. But it's like... This is where we are. This is our moment. Would I take being married over being single? Absolutely. Married to the girl of my, of my dreams over being single? Yes. I mean, we're... I don't want to say we're missing out or we're losing some of the best years of our lives. But the fact is, the older that we get... You know, our, our body starts breaking down a little bit, we're not able to do as, as much, and we're missing out on some of the best years of our life. I've used the example of Joseph of Egypt quite a few times on this podcast, and I saw it in a very different light for whatever reason when I was talking to someone the other day. And the light that I saw it in, I I used to just say, oh, well, yeah, Joseph, Joseph of Egypt, man, he gave up 13 years of his life. And in return, he gets to be second of all of Egypt, saves everybody's lives. Okay, the thing I missed out on that, he
1: missed the end of his teen years and he missed his entire 20s. There are sacrifices that are required of each of us, and I don't know why. And I'm not even going to pretend to know why. And sometimes life's just hard. Sometimes things are just, th- things can be super
0: challenging, but that's okay. And, and I think, like, the, the, other, the other possible title for this podcast was, it's, was, it's okay to just not feel okay. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be frustrated. And anyone that
1: tells you different, um, they're just playing a different game that I don't want anything to do with. I I
0: think we grow up sometimes, especially in the culture and the faith that I've that I've grown up in, like, and we sometimes get this idea that we can't disagree, that we can't, you know, that. I don't know, like we can never share how we feel if
1: it's going to offend somebody. How silly is that? We can never ask for something particular, especially when
0: we're, I mean, when I was a kid, this is strange, but this is kind of coming up. When we were this old lady's house, my parents would never let us ask for anything. It's like, well, she could say no. Like, why do we put so much pressure on ourselves, even as little kids, to not be able to ask for what we want and to live like this, to act like we're perfect? You know, there's, there's a great movie. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. It's called The Stepford Wives. And what it is is these wives that live in this perfect community and are all perfectly miserable on the inside. They all pretend on the outside to be perfectly happy. You know, and it's interesting, I'm not, I'm not trying to target Utah, but Utah is actually known from what I've heard, it's the highest it's the highest place for um, drugs. It's the highest place, especially prescription drugs, highest place for depression, highest place for plastic surgery. and it also has the, one of the highest, if not the highest, uh, population of members of my faith. And I think sometimes we get this idea that we're meant to be perfect. We're not. Not today, at least. You can be perfect tomorrow. But not today.
1: But think about how much pressure we put on ourselves to do every little thing right. I think we just want to be good people and we want our lives to work out. You know, And there's, and there's all these sayings out there.
0: Whether it's in the Bible or whether it's in the Book of Mormon or whether it's in other scripture that says, hey,
1: keep the commandments, you'll be blessed. Well, it says keep the commandments. It doesn't say be perfect. You're taking something on that you don't have to take on. You don't have to take on that realm of perfection. I want you guys to know I am not even close to perfect. I've had many times when I've been super frustrated and upset. Life happens. I remember when my grandfather died, and
0: I was only probably fourteen or so at the time and and I was super sad and super frustrated and and I, and I was upset because, you know the we do, we do this thing in our church called giving people that are sick blessings to heal them just the same way they do in the, they do in the Bible. And it was interesting at the hospital, these, these nurses wouldn't let, they wouldn't let, uh, my dad and, and another guy in to be able to give my grandpa a blessing of, to be able to heal him. And I, you know, and, and I was not terribly thrilled about that. And when I went, when I was back, and I found out my grandfather had actually passed away, I was so mad. I was sad. I mean, and I, and I even said some things that I probably shouldn't have said. Well, and then I actually told my dad about that, and he's like, "Oh, that that's that's a great way to honor your grandfather." <laughs> judgment no judgment whatsoever against my dad he he was doing the best he knew with his thinking at the time but that's us it's like we're already going through this super hard time and then somebody says wait why did you say that like all of us has said stuff that we probably should not repeat we have we're all human we're all spiritual beings having a human experience
1: we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to pretend to be perfect. But I don't know. Like, we get this idea.
0: Like, I, I am. I'm real. If somebody gets into it with me on the basketball court, I said last time, like, I was, or on one of the, the last podcasts, I almost punched a guy in the face. And I don't even fight. Like, we're human. We're real.
1: And then we get over it and we move on why do you pretend to be perfect well
0: part of it is because that's just how we've been taught everybody else walks around with this perfect happy-go-lucky smile on their face i mean even in personal development one of the most common things to do is I mean, just be
1: super high energy and just be excited all the time for no reason whatsoever But inside, most of those people are super sad and frustrated. I was that guy. I was that guy that
0: studied Tony Robbins. And and it was like, okay, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm
1: wonderful. I'm amazing. Everybody knows that you're full of it. Let yourself be real. I didn't say let yourself be cruel. I think there's a total difference.
0: There's a total difference if, when I'm in that really hurt, hurt place in my own life, if I go out of my way to go and try to hurt other people,
1: verbally or physically, I, I think that's different. But nowhere were we ever told, like, hey,
0: by the way, you're gonna be going through this experience in life, and it might be really hard. Yeah, you, you don't don't do anything whatsoever that's going to. Uh, You know, like, you you, got to be perfect even in those times.
1: And maybe there's different levels. Maybe there's different levels of understanding. You know, one time for me that I, you know, there's a particular girl I was interested in. was like, this was 10 plus years ago
0: and it did not go very well. And then on top of that, um, I was supposed to move into this apartment with these guys that were super cool. And we just had a lot in common. And one of the guys that was supposed to sell me his contract sold it to somebody else right in front of my face, and he'd already agreed to me. And I just lost it. I just lost it for about two or three days and just went off on anybody and everyone. You know, and it was really interesting in that period of time. Yeah, I mentioned the experience my dad did with the one thing, right? And, you know, this time I was actually talking to him on the phone and, and uh, just sharing some of my frustrations. At that time, I was up in Utah. And he was here in Arizona and, and, you know, he didn't do any of that at all. He just listened. I mean, he just listened, you know, and I, and I said some things on that call I probably shouldn't have. And
1: like, and he just listened and he was there, you know, and it, and it was beautiful. Like when we
0: just listen to somebody, don't, don't correct people when they're, when they're in a rage, just listen. I mean, unless they're actively like, trying to hurt you or like it's towards you, but if they're just talking about their situation, it's not the time.
1: You know, it's it's not the time to correct them on their language or their behavior or anything. They just want you to listen
0: because usually there's a part of them that's really hurting at that point. I mean, do you like that when you know when when you're 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 in the in the heat of the moment sharing you know another. I mean, another experience that I had, I I actually went and I took a, I, I took a very large risk, um, and went a very long distance to see a girl that I was super interested in, and it did not go well at all. It did not go well in the slightest. Um, it almost couldn't have gone worse. And that night, I I went. And I just talked to my mom over you know over Skype at the time, and.
1: And I and I said many more
0: many, many more words that you know I, pr- I probably should not have said, and she just listened. They weren't towards her. They weren't towards God. They were just towards they were just towards life.
1: Like sometimes life is hard. Life is messy, and it's okay to be real. It's okay to be real. God, we gotta stop pretending that we're perfect we got to stop pretending that everything in our life is perfect. And we got to stop judging other people that aren't perfect yet. Because we're not either. I want to invite you, the next time you find yourself in this situation, to just take care of yourself. Just give yourself self-care. what comes to my mind is is if we were in the presence of
0: the Savior and just sharing about our really hard experience, He wouldn't say, hey, buck up,
1: you got this. I think He'd just hold us. And then when the time was right, He's like, you got this. I think that's what He does for us. You know, back back to yesterday. Can't even remember exactly how much I shared, but yeah, I'd come across this website
0: that was basically for married people that are dating. That looked a lot of fun, you know. And if and if you happen to be a married person on there, the the name of the website is the, the Dating Vivas. And one of my friends just happened to work for them, and I happened to stumble on her profile when I was looking for somebody else's profile, which was kind of funny. And, and I did, I got I got a little bit trapped in that just for a few moments. I, you know, I just, I read a few things on there and I was like, ah, this is, it was, this, this isn't essentially for me at this time, but if you're, if you're married, it looks like a lot of fun. They, they have a lot of fun creative, you know, married type dates. And I, I'm, and I'm totally for that. Like I, I am so much about play that if a girl is anything about play that just, that sucks me in. Yeah. It's just, that, that just totally sucks me in when they have that playful spirit about them. You know what? And, and it's interesting because the more real we can be, the quicker we come back. It's like if, if a teapot, if it has the chance, like it has that little spout thing, if it didn't, it would explode. And, would, and even in Brazil, where I served a mission, they actually have like with the pressure pots they have down there, They have some that explode and cause some pretty good damage. You got to release the pressure, however however that is for you. Whether that's going to Heavenly Father and talking to Him and sharing with Him about what's going on in your life and how it's frustrating you. Or or going to a friend and talking to them and and how how it's frustrating for them. or Whatever it is for you, I don't know. I really don't.
1: But the Spirit does. That inner voice does, and it will tell you. It's interesting with the experiences of, and that I shared of you know those two or three days of just, really like
0: if anyone looked at me the wrong way, I, I had this look in my eyes that says don't say anything to me or I promise I will make you regret it, and I did. I I probably said a lot of really not nice things during that time. But I was mad. I was frustrated. I, I thought things were going to work out with this girl and they didn't. And then I thought things were going to work out at least with this new apartment with guys that just I understood and got a lot better. They didn't. Man, that was hard. That was, that was super hard because it wasn't just one strike, it was a couple different strikes. You know, and, and this thing with. This girl that I that I went a long way to see that just blew up in my face. Um, I only spent probably between 30 minutes an hour just kind of
1: being super frustrated at the situation. And then I was fine. And
0: then once I was fine, I decided that I was already planning on being in that place a certain amount of time and I might never get back there. And I just... And I kind of just, you know, had the best time that I could given the circumstances.
1: I saw lots of shows. I saw lots of just all kinds of cool things that I did while I was there. Was I happy about what had happened? Absolutely not. Not even close. But once I was already there, I and mean, it was actually my parents, they even just because I
0: part of me just wanted to go home after that experience. They are like, "You know what, why't
1: why don't you just stay and enjoy yourself?" And, and it was probably the thing that I needed. Well, and interestingly enough, like, I started
0: to write a letter to this individual um, that night or the next day. And it was amazing because after I'd written a lot and I just kept erasing and erasing and erasing. Um, I realized nothing needed to be said. And I deleted it all, and I just went on my merry way and had a good time. In the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Gail Carnegie tells a story about how Abraham Lincoln wrote this scathing rebuke to a general that did not obey his commands in a particular war. But then at the end, it says that The general never got that letter, and it was found in Abraham Lincoln's things when he died. We we all do things when we're not in our right mind. It's probably not the best idea to send. It it actually reminds me, there's a particular uh, Simpsons episode where Homer is super, super mad, and so he, he writes this letter to his boss, Mr. Burns, and he wakes up the next morning, and he's like, oh, well, I'm so glad I did not send that letter. And then it turns out his, you know, his son Bart, you know, realizes that his dad's not gonna have the courage to send the letter in the morning to tell off his boss. And so he goes and sends it. And you know, like, we, we all do things like that. You know, it's like and it's like myself with that letter that I didn't send. I'm I'm really grateful I did not send that letter. I, I did send a letter when I got home a few weeks later, but it was totally different. It was done from a place of respect. It was done from a place of sharing why I chose to like just kind of explaining more about the situation. And, and it did like I even shared my very specific feelings for how I felt through this girl. But there was nothing in there that you know was mean or hurtful or anything of the sort. It was just, hey, this is how I felt. This is why I did what I did. And maybe for me, it was a sense of, clo- it was a sense of closure. I'm actually grateful that I, that I did send the second letter because I, I did everything that I feel I needed to do, and, and then I moved on. And I just want to add one more bit to that. That letter that I did not send was super helpful for me as well, because I was able to share my feelings, and I was able to just process them. There, there's something super healthy about being able to just get stuff out and share how we feel. remember another particular instance, it actually also had to do with a a girl that I was interested in at the time. I didn't get that opportunity for closure with her and she wouldn't give it to me. I mean, which that's fine. I mean, at the time it wasn't fine, but it's fine. Like people get, people get get to make their choices and it's okay. But I didn't get that sense of closure. And so I just imagined that I was talking to her and I shared everything that I felt with her or with, with, uh, you know, just talking to the seat next to me is what it really was. And then I was fine.
1: And, and, and there's a really
0: cool, um, you guys probably have heard me mention on this before, but there's something really cool called The Artist Way by a lady named Julia Cameron. There's something called Morning Pages. And what they are is you just have three pages of writing whatever you want. And sometimes for me, I try to make it super inspirational. But if I'm being honest, the times that it's probably the most helpful,
1: um, is when it's just frustrations. I, I don't think we allow ourselves to go to that place because it's like,
0: oh my goodness, I, I, you know, I I could be using this time to you know write about inspirational stuff. I could be using this time to do good. Well, I could. But especially this morning when I woke up, there was so much like. Pinned up energy and emotion and just all kinds of stuff soaring through me. And what she even says, this this three pages is really four, is just to talk about and get stuff out there. Whatever comes out. It can be inspirational, but it, can also, it also can be all the things that are frustrating you like crazy. It has been so relieving to do that for me. I mean, especially this morning, I, I wrote to... I just had the uh, Emo Station on, on Sirius XM, which is kind of like pop punk and that type of stuff. So I think My Chemical Romance was playing and some other songs like that. I just went to
1: town. Well, you know what that did? It freed me up. It, it's almost like, I, I know this is kind of a strange analogy, but it's like when your pipes get
0: clogged on your tub or something, you got to put some Drano down there
1: or something, you know, or get a snake or do something of, that nature, well, then it flows again and it flows and it flows and it flows. I don't think we were
0: meant to just be these happy-go-lucky people all the time. And I think the more we pretend that we're happy-go-lucky, regardless of what anyone is going to
1: think, we're not actually going to be happy-go-lucky. I think we all just want permission to be ourselves. We all just want permission to be okay. Is it our favorite thing in the world to be single? For most people, no. It's not at all. But is it where I'm at? It is.
0: Is it where you might be at? Depending on you know if you're, if you're single or married listening to this
1: podcast? Uh, probably. And it's okay. You know, I heard something
0: interesting from somebody last night and this is no judgment towards them, but I kind of jumped on what they said because they said, you know, what are you doing to block God's blessings from you? And they explained what they meant later and it was different than what I was seeing. But I was like, no, 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 no. You're not doing anything to block God's blessings. If you're trying, if you are trying to listen to what God is saying to you and doing the best you can to do it. You're not intentionally blocking God's blessings. And I think sometimes we feel like that enough, that it's just like, oh my goodness, this is, I I must be doing something. God must be punishing me. He's not.
1: I was reading this morning in in a book called The Book of Mormon, and there was a section there that said
0: how God was leading this this prophet named Nephi
1: To this promised land. And he said, I have prepared a land for you. And what I want you to take from that is. God has prepared a land for you. He has prepared a person for you. He has prepared everything for you. And the more you can understand that. And move forward with faith
0: understanding and knowing that somehow, some way I truly believe. And even yesterday I felt this like yesterday was just this. I mean, I, I mean, I had to give you a little, a little bit more of yesterday before, I, before I get to that, but before it actually, before I forget, you know, I just, I really didn't want to go to the gym last night. Really, really, really. And I just, I, you know, i I'd, I'd made a goal to go six times that week and and so I had to go because I otherwise I wasn't going to get there. And I was in the parking lot and I just said a prayer and Heavenly Father just reminded me. He would make up all things. Somehow, some way,
1: in a way I don't even come close to understanding, He would make up all things. You know, and, and a little bit more on yesterday. So I, you know, I had the experience where I was just you know, I checked out my friend's
0: website and it looks super fun. If I, you know, if I was married to somebody, well, I mean, it's more, it's more a girl based site. So it's not like some stuff that I would do necessarily for my wife. It's more like stuff she would do for me, (laughs) but, but it's just kind of a fun, playful atmosphere. And it, it was super cool. But after I read that, then I talked to my sister on the phone and she had her kids in the background and, And so it's just like this just kind of piled on and like, you know, I love my nieces and nephews, but sometimes it does remind me of how I don't have my own children. You know, and then after that, I I was watching the, I was watching my team Arsenal play. It looked like they were going to win and they ended up, the other team ended up tying with like a minute left. And I was just like, this sucks. And so then I just kind of said, forget the rest of the afternoon. And I ended up playing this really cool game, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh, but especially if you played it like 20 years ago when it first of all came out they have a remastered version on xbox that is super cool and so i i played that for like 50 minutes and you know by that time i I have a a standing appointment on thursdays that was at that time for this room called heartfelt presence where you can go in and you can actually talk to anybody actually this might be and, and it's not just Like we have, there's a worldwide group of coaches that run this room and it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the most part. I mean, there's a couple gaps in there. You can go on and you can talk to, you can talk to a legit coach for free, like a legit coach. So my time is 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Arizona time on Thursdays. And so it happened to be my time right after, you know, this, all this stuff had happened. And, And it was super cool because... There was a guy in there that had just come across some of the stuff that I'm teaching you guys called which we know is the three principles. And he was just he was just so happy. His name was Steve and he was just super happy. And just he just made my day. Like I like heavenly father knows exactly what we need and in that moment, oh my goodness, that is what I needed. And I was just having such a rough day that it was like like I needed people to talk to and one of my clients was there also and another lady was there and we just had this beautiful conversation for the hour and it was so cool. You know, and then after that, I can't really remember what I did. Oh, I was trying to finish this book on, on an on audio program and it just wouldn't work. Like I was, I was down to like the last 25 minutes, which I listened to at like two 2x speed, but it wouldn't play. And so finally, I found a PDF version. It took me probably twice, maybe three times as long to finish this book as it would have otherwise. And so it was just like nothing was going right. Okay, it's so funny because I'm sitting here and I'm doing the editing on this a day later after I've recorded this. And I'm just hearing how funny that sounds about that day. And you know, the funny thing is how simple some things can get us off our game. As as something somewhere just kind of gets at us. And the more I heard what happened yesterday, I was like, oh, okay. So you saw a website, your team lost, and you chose to waste a ton of time playing video games. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like every single one of us can get thrown off course. And the most important
1: thing is just being easy on yourself and then just letting yourself be quiet until your mind settles down. We can't force the settling down. It's just going to occur when it occurs. And then again, you probably
0: know things that help, help you to be able to settle down. Just do one of those that makes you feel peace and calm. And as you settle down, you'll see it differently. And then you may even laugh, just like I am. And sometimes it's not going to be until a day later, that, or two days later, that we're like, oh my goodness, that sounds so funny. Because the day really wasn't that bad at all. <laughs> we now bring you back to your previously scheduled recording. <laughs> Don't you guys just love when somebody makes commentary on their own commentary? Okay, enough. Now we actually won't go back to the recording. Like nothing felt like it was going
1: right, know. And, and sometimes we don't want to tell anybody. Uh, we don't. We don't want to. We don't want to tell anybody because we feel like we're
0: supposed to be like we're supposed to always be happy. You got to always
1: be doing good. You can never be sad. That's bad. I mean, even when we were kids, you know, you start
0: crying and your parents like buck up or whatever they say. I mean, not our moms, but our dads are more so like that. It's like, and, and I, and I even do that with my little nieces and nephews. I don't, I'm like, come on, like, stop crying. <laughs> like, so I'm not immune from this either, but you know, so the, those things just kept happening. And then finally, when I finished that book, I was like, I've got to go to the gym or I'm just not going to go. And, and it was so cool. Cause I went and I just, you know, I said that prayer in the parking lot, and I was just, I don't know, just
1: lots of stuff was happening, and it, it, was, it was just rough, but once I got into the gym, it was super cool, because
0: I had a limited amount of time to work out, and I just felt almost guided from machine to machine to machine of what, of what to work out that day, and I had an awesome workout, I mean, I had a really awesome workout yesterday. Even better sometimes than I normally do when I do uh, back and biceps. And if you're not working out, I just want to say, there were times that I couldn't really work out during the pandemic. This is just about, you know, it was a time that I, you know, just couldn't work out. And I was super frustrated and I just kind of, but I missed working out. If, If you are not working out, I cannot tell you how much of a difference it makes in your life. I had a client one time, and when we started working together, I literally saw him on his deathbed. He was 465 pounds.
1: And he ended up losing 165 pounds. But all he did, first of all, is he started
0: walking like a house or a mailbox or two houses. He couldn't do that much. I'm not saying that you have to go over the top. But I will tell you the best form of any type of therapy or coaching or whatever
1: you want to call it is exercise. It's so important to me that I try to go almost every single day.
0: That is like, that is one of the number one things you can do. And if you've got to work out at your house for whatever reason, that's fine. If it's just a walk around the block, it doesn't matter. Any form of exercise is going to change your life. You know, and I set this I set this list of goals for the next like I'm almost finished with these, but it was like 90 days and some of them were just crazy, like they were huge. And you know, and at the same time, one of those was I, I wasn't really doing push-ups and stuff. I've had some shoulder injuries and so I wasn't really doing push-ups and I decided I was just going to do I was going to do 7,000 push-ups in the next 90 days. So that's roughly about 100 push-ups a day, give or take. And I started now it's so much easier for me to do 50 push-ups than it used to be before. If you can just do one push-up, do one push-up. If you can just do a push-up on your knees, do a push-up on your knees. But there is, there is a feeling that can come almost no other way than working out. I mean, if you're overweight, then you know, check with a doctor. So if you happen to be at a place where you're not in the best of shape of your life, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to start. Actually, it's been really cool because I've seen this kid at the gym. That, I mean, he's probably got to be, oh, I mean, he's probably between 250 and 300 pounds. But I've seen him there the past few nights. You got to start from somewhere. And, if, and I, don't, I don't know if it's your health. I don't know if it's your genetics.
1: I don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter. If you want to get in shape, then you have to spend time in the gym. That's
0: just the way it is. And, and you have to choose, like, I, I mean, I, I actually hit a point. Um, I, was, I was just eating, like, fistfuls of Oreos and, all, and chips and salsa and all kinds of junk. Chips and salsa is like my Achilles heel. And, like, I was eating all kinds of junk. And then I stepped on the scale and I was over 200 pounds. Now, normally I'm only, like, 193. If I'm in awesome shape, I'm, one, I'm like, 185 just because of you know, like all the, the muscle build and stuff that I have. But I saw that 200 pounds on the scale, and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm done. That's something that's super important to me. Sometimes like we just, we just make choices. And sometimes life's just really hard, and we, and we go to comfort food. If you've never worked out before, be easy on yourself. I mean, you know, ironically, like with with this client that lost 165 pounds, we mostly just talked about life. It wasn't like, you got to do this
1: and you got to do this. If you don't get this done, then you're not going to make this happen. It's not that at all. It's simply being a little bit kinder to yourself. But also having the courage to
0: make the decisions that you need to. And even if you just do a little bit better today than you do tomorrow, it's like so. The day that I saw this two hundred pounds or thereabouts, we we went. We had this huge activity, and there was all kinds of amazing food there. I mean, like the really, really super awesome cookies that you get at like Crumble, and you know some of these soda shop type places. They had like a spread that would have just—I mean—it made your mouth water. They had chips and salsa. They had and they had vegetables too. and I did that a little bit. But instead of eating entire whole cookies, what I would do is I would cut them in fourths, even on the tray that they were on. And then I'd just take like a quarter of each, each type of cookie to try it out. That was better than I'd done before. Then I'd get upset at myself and say, Joseph, you suck. Of course not. Because that doesn't do any good, anyways. Anytime
1: you start beating yourself up for choices that you're making, Understand that's not you. That's the adversary. You know, I've I, I felt especially lately I have, I've I felt an increased measure of the adversary in my life. And
0: you know, my dad had, you know, we, we do these blessings in our church, which, you know, to give you peace, guidance, and comfort and direction and you know, if that's if that's something you ever want, feel free to ask, you know, any member of any member of my faith, and they're probably more than happy to help you out with that. But I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But my dad gave me this beautiful blessing. And it's funny because in the moment it didn't feel so beautiful. I was like, oh well, that was that wasn't that great. But I listened to it last night, because like I said, I was just having a rough day. And and then my basketball team lost last night too. But so I was having kind of a rough day. And I listened to it last night, and I just heard it differently.
1: You, you hear things from not what's being said, but from where you are. And any time anybody
0: ever says anything super cutting to you that cuts you to the core, whether if,
1: if you're a single parent, whether it's that, it's not them. Like I really believe that the adversary
0: is lower power in his minions. Satan, and all these minions that he has, which is a third of the entire host of heaven, which is a lot. They really do. They work in conjunction as it talks about in C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters. So like they'll say, hey, you know, whatever, whatever minions assigned to me and whatever minions assigned to you, they'll be like, hey, if you say this to Joseph, he will freak. So anytime something ever cuts you to the core so deeply, you're like, how can a human being ever say that? It wasn't usually the human being. They were just an instrument for not the best of
1: voices. You know, and and coming back to this, like life can, life can feel super hard at times. But you're doing
0: so much better than you think you are. And oftentimes, when you're trying your hardest and you're trying your best, is the time when the adversary really tries to get you the most. Because if he can get you to trip on the first step and say, oh, this is stupid, this is worthless. I know some people that, for example, when they start an exercise program, they get sick right away
1: and then they quit. They trip. They allow themselves to trip over that first step. Don't allow yourself to trip over that first
0: step. And if you do, just get back up. I I love the quote from Batman
1: Begins. It says, why do we fall? so we can get back up so we can learn how to rise or whatever it says in there there is a pain that each of us are feeling whether you're single and never been married whether
0: you're single and with kids and without your kids and also wanting to be married again or whether you're widowed it just came out recently this last Sunday in a a huge conference that our church puts on That even our church is now the majority of all singles, or the majority of our adult people in our church are now single. So you are not alone. If you're ever feeling alone, I, I highly recommend the song from Dear Evan Hansen called, You Will Be Found. There are lyrics in that song that are so powerful. I feel, I feel there are some Broadway songs that are just so inspired. And I do
1: love to sing uh, Broadway songs. But I love that song. Heavenly Father Knows You. I had a beautiful experience last night. It was somehow, some way. I had,
0: I, I sleep with my fan on often. And so I these, like, I don't want any papers like flying around or anything. So I have these clipboards that sit on my desk. And so I flipped them over. I didn't want any, any papers fluttered around. And they're transparent. And on the very back of one of them, somehow, some way, some, an inspiration, a, a revelation that had come to me. Um, for you that, those of you who don't know, know the revelation word, it's basically an insight, an insight from God a message
1: from God was that I'd received just a week or two ago. And as I flipped, so as I flipped over this
0: clipboard, there it was, this message that I'd received that basically said, Joseph, I'm not going to share the specifics, but the gist of it was, Joseph, you're doing
1: exactly what I want you to do. Just keep going. And for you also, You are probably doing exactly what you're meant to do. But none of us get out of this life without
0: any challenges. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. And part of that human experience at times is pain and
1: suffering. That's just the way it is. And we can't take that away from anybody. And we don't have to. When you understand that that's just a part of the nature of
0: life, it doesn't, it's not as big of a deal. And then you're going to have days, like, like I said about yesterday, where it's just not going to go
1: as well as you want it to go. Just be easier on yourself on those days. There's so much that we each get out of this experience of life. And you know, the interesting thing is rocks that stack the
0: best together are not smooth. They are rough. And sometimes we're so so bent on hiding our rough edges, but that's how people
1: connect with you. That's how people relate to you. Why am I so real on these podcasts sharing things that some of them I've probably... Never share it in life? Because I'm like, oh my goodness, what are people going to think? But you notice how I said that? What are people going to think?
0: Who cares? If Heavenly Father is inspiring me to say something, I mean, especially like I have shared some of the most profound revelation that I have ever received
1: in my life on this podcast. Why? Because Heavenly Father said to. I mean, I mean, the most profound revelation that one of the ones that I've received is just you're welcome to date, but you don't have to. H- Heavenly Father was giving me a choice, me the chance, me the opportunity to say, hey, like Joseph, you don't have to do this. I mean, so many people give so much well meaning advice that is awful. Buck up! Suck it up. Why do we do this? I think we're trying to relieve other people's pain. If you want to listen to them, listen to them. But unless they're asking you for advice, don't give them. Because they're not going to hear it anyways. Stop trying to be a superhuman. Stop trying to be a, a superhero. Just be you. You are good enough. I also want to say, like, some of the hardest things that you're going to go through in your life, you're not going to have anything to do with. You know, I've heard of people
0: that just feel very strongly about a particular individual and marrying that
1: particular individual. And at the end of the day, it's still that person's choice. And only they can make that choice. And we would never take that away from them. So don't harbor ill feelings against
0: somebody else that They're just doing the best they know. There's a quote by Sid Banks. It says, everybody's doing the best they know, given the thinking they have at the time. They're all trying to do their best too. But they're also
1: human. And they have their needs and they have their wants and they have their desires and they have their goals. Be human and allow other people to be human as well. And you are going to find a peacefulness in life. Byron Katie talks about how we can argue with reality, but it really doesn't do us any good. doesn't do
0: you any good to argue with what is, because that's reality.
1: And a lot of times our absence of peace comes from arguing with what is. And even yesterday, like those moments get to us. Instead of saying, awesome,
0: one day that will be so cool and I'll have those experiences.
1: We all go down the rabbit hole. But once you notice you're down the rabbit hole and you even have the thought to come back up, come back up.
0: Because other, time, other times you have to go all the way down the rabbit hole and out the other side and sometimes that can be pretty painful. I can't remember if it's rabbits that build a second entrance or some other animal. My, my knowledge of, of furry wildlife creatures is minimal at best. But I want you to know how loved you are. Whether you believe in a god or not, there is something out there that loves you so much more than, than you could imagine.
1: And it is supporting you in everything that you do, even when you feel like it's not. It's kind of like the water. In a swimming pool, you're made to float. You don't need a boat. You don't need anything. You were made to float. And just the same way as as I talked about with Nephi,
0: he is preparing a place for you. He is preparing a spouse for you. He is preparing all of your wildest dreams.
1: And I can almost promise you, when you have those hard days, he is right there next to you. He
0: is supporting you, is lifting you up, and he is carrying you. I haven't thought about this in a long time, so I'm sure you guys are familiar with the the rhyme, the footprints in the sand. If not, you guys can look it up. But the gist of it is there's there's two f- sets of footprints. And then at certain points, the hardest in his life, there's only one set. And he's like, you abandoned me. How dare you abandon me
1: at the hardest parts of my life? You know, and, and the Savior turned to him and is like, no, I was carrying you. I, I have been carried. At some of the hardest moments in my life. God never leaves you. Ever. We leave him. And sometimes we lose our ability to hear him. Because we're so confused and mixed up in our thinking. We've got so many people telling us to do so many things. But when you settle down, the truth is able to come through. There's, there's such a cool scripture that
0: says, and by the power of the Holy Ghost, you can know the truth of all things. For those of you who aren't religious, you can look at the Holy Ghost as your inner voice. But you can check in with this all the time. You can just check in
1: if. And if you have that really good feeling, it's telling you to go forward. And if you don't have a good feeling, it's telling you don't go forward. Life is messy.
0: Let it be messy. Let yourself be real.
1: I think the realer we are, the more fluid we can be. Instead of trying to be like rigid robots doing everything perfect.
0: Yeah, there are certain choices that if you make, they will take a long time to recover from. But I think for the most part, as long as we're paying attention to that inner voice every now and then in the spirit, it's going to bring us back quicker
1: than we think. The more human you are, the more courage it will give other people to be human.
0: There's a quote that I used to, I used to quote all the time, but it's, uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, we automatically liberate others live your life. Stop trying to be perfect and stop pretending to try to be perfect. Everybody knows what you're doing. We can't hide anything from most people.
1: Just be you. Just be real. Just be awesome. It's funny. I was ready to wrap up the podcast and then that that kind of came through. So for whoever that was for, and I haven't quoted that in years, so whoever that was for, that was for you. And now I feel like we've wrapped, we're ready to wrap up.
0: I want to thank you guys so much for joining today. And if you haven't already, um, you're, you're more than welcome to reach out to me on Instagram. I love getting messages from people. I love, 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 love getting messages from people. Because it just helps me understand more and more how this is making a difference in people's lives. And I'm so incredibly grateful for those, even those brief, brief messages. And also, if you have anything you want me to talk about on these, that actually helps a ton. Like sometimes it just kind of comes to me. Like, you know, today I actually, somebody asked a question yesterday that I was planning on responding. But this was the message that I was meant to give today. And so the other message we'll have to just wait until another day but and if you haven't already come join us on our happy and single community we have a and join us on instagram at happy and single and you can also join us on our weekly group coaching call that's completely free and that goes from you can check the schedule at happyandsingle.com but that goes generally from I think it's like 10 a.m. Arizona time to you know right around 10:55 or so Arizona time, and it, I just and I change that meeting just based upon the meetings I have with my mentors. But I'm so incredibly grateful to you guys for listening. It has been incredible to watch this podcast grow, and and when I hear about each of you, like I've heard some people like, oh, I'm sharing this with everybody. I, I can't thank you enough because I can't get this message out fast enough without your help. This is so needed in this world that our world, the majority of it now is single. And so I I can't get this message out without you guys. So I, I incredibly appreciate all that you guys are doing to share this message with your friends and family. All you can do is invite them. But, you know, it's so much easier to invite them to listen to a podcast and be like, oh, hey, go talk to a life coach. You know, and and on that note, I actually am. I'm a life and relationship coach, and I've been doing that for 18 years. And if you're interested in exploring one-on-one coaching, you're welcome to reach out to me on Instagram about that as well. I, I do. I thank you guys so much. And as we always say here, go live your adventure. Thank you.